You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and I'm back. I am back in the studio. I'm doing some recording, and I'm so excited to be sending you an amazing episode that is truly going to help those of you that are in business and really trying to leverage the online marketing space. Recently, it has just been a constant conversation about social media and from a couple of different sort of avenues, a couple of things. Number one is right now people are saying to me, social media is weird. I'm not getting the same engagement and interaction and traction as I used to be. Um, Business owners who were thriving on social media could throw up a post They would have tons of people fill out their applications. And right now it just feels like it's not happening. And then there are people that are trying to gain traction and get started with social media. And they're kind of like, I don't want to use media for marketing. And listen, I, I understand and I hear you because about three weeks ago, I too sort of had a moment where I went, you know, the things that I've been doing haven't necessarily been working. So I need to make a change. And I've, I've made a lot of changes over the last couple of days. And so what are the last couple of weeks actually? And I really want to share with you a little bit about what is, what is going on, what's going on in my brain and what's working for me right now and what I'm teaching and what I'm living and how I'm seeing some growth. But before I do that, before we dive into that conversation today, here's what we're going to do. We, I'm going to take you back to once upon a time, because I know that some of you are listening to this podcast and you don't know a lot about me. Maybe you just found my social media. Maybe you just started listening to the podcast. Maybe you look at my social media and you go, Melanie, you don't know what you're talking about. You have 90,000 followers on Instagram. You have over 50,000 on Facebook. You're, you've got a million plus downloads on your podcast. You've got a, a YouTube channel and a website. Like, Don't talk to me about starting out or things not working. It's really easy for you. And it wasn't always that way. You know, sometimes we can make, create a gap between where people currently are, where you are and where I am and think I never went through the things that you're going through right now. And I can tell you, I, I did, I've been there. So in 2011, I had my, my youngest son, Bryce, and about five months into being a stay at home mom, I remember just this very pivotal moment in my life where I kind of caught myself, I caught the reflection in the mirror. And even before I go into that story, let me kind of back up and say, my whole goal in life was to be a stay-at-home mom. When Matt and I really got serious, and Matt's my husband, when when I got serious in in our relationship and started talking about our future, I was vocal about, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. You know, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to, I'm going to work and I want the degree and everything, but I really want to be home to raise my boys. And so Matt was in alignment with that. And so we worked really hard to save money, 
to really make sure we were budgeting so that we could live on a single family income, cutting back, not really taking any vacations. And once we made the decision after Bryce was born, we knew it was going to be hard. We knew that we weren't going to have a lot of fluff in, in the budget, right? And and both of us were willing to make that sacrifice. Although once I got into it, once I was actually a stay-at-home mom, it was much harder than I anticipated, much, much harder. And I really thought life would be different, right? I really did. I thought and in my late 20s that you know, I'd be a stay-at-home mom with two kids and I'd be able to push the designer stroller and wear the designer clothes and meet my girlfriends for amazing lunches and have well-behaved and well-dressed children, almost like the Pinterest life. But my life was anything like the Pinterest pins that I was looking at online. I was wearing the same yoga pants probably for the fifth day in a row, there was spit up on my shoulder. My hair was in a messy top knot and I would catch myself walking past the mirror and I would go, who are you? Who are you? You, your body, you've like, you're completely different body. You haven't lost any of the weight since you had the boys. You now, I felt like no purpose because I wasn't working and my days just felt monotonous. And I was watching the clock and waiting for Matt to get home. And uh, my lack of confidence in my body was affecting our relationship. Our lack of money was causing us to argue all of the time. I wanted to be shopping. We didn't have the money for it. So that caused even more arguments. And I just felt lost. I didn't realize that was how I was going to feel because in my mind, I thought it was going to be glorious. And so I decided I needed to make a change. And I sat down at the computer and typed on Facebook a status update that says, I'm sitting here eat a, uh, eating a plate of celery and, and I'm trying to lose weight. And I'm sure I put some sort of emoji like puke or whatever. And somebody reached out to me. It was actually uh, one of my husband's high school, his high school buddy, his wife. And she said, hey, Melanie, I saw your post and I, I think I can help you. And immediately before I responded, I went over to her Facebook page and I creeped on her. What does that mean? It means that I just checked out her social media. Who is this woman? I didn't know her very well. We were Facebook friends. And and immediately her banner at the top of her Facebook page was her transformation photo. And so her before photo was very much like my body looked in that moment, right? And then in the middle was a family photo. It was her and her husband and their two kids. And I thought, well, their family's about the same as ours. And then it was her after photo and her after photo was goals, goal body for me. And so immediately I am intrigued. What is this? She looks amazing. What is she doing? So I continue to scroll through her Facebook page and I see inspiration. So she's talking about how good she feels and the confidence she has and that, you know, no longer is she hiding in the back of photos and, you know, went with our family and instead she's confidently wearing a bathing suit to the pool and she has energy to keep up with her boys and she's eating really good quality food and she's surrounded by this other, this community of women that are uplifting and encouraging her when she doesn't want to show up and work out. And she's talking about the women she's helping and recipes and food that she's eating. 
And she's speaking right to me. She's speaking. Cause what did I just tell you? I didn't have confidence. I, you know, couldn't fit into any of my clothes. I, you know, it's arguing with my husband. These are all of the things that I was feeling. So she was posting about those things. And so I am, I went over to our message and I said, I'm in, tell me what I need to do. And so what happened was I then chose a fitness program, signed up for Beachbody. And what Beachbody coaches do is they run challenge groups. And so Nikki added me into a challenge group. And so I picked Sean T insanity. And if you are listening to this and you know anything about Sean T, you know, his workouts are intense, you know, insanity is no joke. And I had not worked out in about three years. So you can imagine my level of fitness was definitely at a beginner level and insanity is like advanced. So I take my laptop, which 11 years ago, I had a CD drive and I put my CD into the CD drive, took my computer down to the basement to our storage room where there are tons of racks and bins with our holiday decorations. And there's a little carpet square in the middle, you know, leftover piece of carpet from when we, we redid the carpet in our house. And so I plug in the computer and I decide I'm going to get ready to do my workout. Now, before I work out, I take out a magazine. It was a, it was a shape magazine and there was a fitness professional in there. Her name was Jamie Eason. And she was standing there in this photo with her hand on her hip and she's pointing at the image and she is saying, or pointing at the me and saying, you have to want to change more than you want to stay the same. And I slapped that photo right up that, that picture of the magazine right up on the wall right on the wall in front of me. And I pressed play on that workout and I bawled my ever loving eyes out because it was hard. And all I could think about was how did you let yourself go? How did you get here? What happened to you? And so I did that workout. And as I cried through it, I kept thinking, I'm willing to do the hard. This is really hard, but I want a different life. I want a different body. I want more energy to keep up with my kids. And I had this picture of Nikki's transformation in my brain. That's what I was working towards. And every day I would post my sweaty selfie inside of the accountability group, right? And I would find comfort in the other women, Comfort, comfort in them and their struggles and their bad days. And I learned how to change my nutrition and I learned how to be a more positive person. And I lost like 15 pounds from doing insanity. And I would shout it from the rooftops. Anybody that would listen or anybody that even asked, what are you doing, Melanie? You look amazing. You have so much energy. And I would tell them I'm doing, I'm doing insanity. And I would say, you've got to be a part of this challenge group. And I would send them over to Nikki, right? I would refer people to her. And so my coach started to say, Melanie, have you ever thought about doing what I do? And I kept saying, no, I kept saying, no, no, it's not for me. I can never coach. I don't have a fitness background. You know, I don't have a background in network marketing. I don't have any background in sales, right? I don't know how to do what you're doing. And she kept saying, Melanie, you're already doing it. You're just sharing the products. You're sharing the programs. You're sharing what's working for you. That's exactly what a coach does. And so she sent me a couple of videos and I watched them and I thought, oh, that'd be cool. But I never really took any further action until one day she said, hey, Mel, you want to meet me for coffee? Like, let's go meet for coffee. And I would like to share with, I'd like to just talk to you more about, about the business. And so I show up at Starbucks 
and she brings me a binder and we sit down and we're going through this binder and in the binder has like how to invite, how to launch your beach body business, how to prospect, how to grow your following, how to follow up, handle objections, you know, all of that. Right. And so I'm sitting there and I start to think about, I start to think about my life. And I started like the light bulbs start to go off. And I'm like, okay, if I were going to do this business, I would start a blog because blogging was very popular 11 years ago. And I was like, I can blog. I can post on Facebook. You know, I was like, I can share recipes with moms because I know for me, one of my biggest barriers at the beginning was I just didn't know how to cook clean, healthy meals for my family. I was from the the mentality of Weight Watchers and low fat, fat free food and 100 calorie packs. And so I always felt like I was starving. And so I thought you just had to starve yourself in order to get to your goals. And I was learning how to eat better. I was transforming our family's kitchen. So, you know, I was cooking the boys healthier meals. And so I thought I'll make family friendly kid recipe recipes and I'll share them. I'll share them on social. I'll blog about it. I'll blog about motivation. I'll share tips and advice. And so in my mind, I'm like, I can totally rock this business. Right. And as Nikki continued to share more of the opportunity, she started talking about the trips I could earn, the bonuses I could earn, the income I could earn through helping other people achieve their goals. And boom, there it was. That was my driver. I wanted a different life, right? I wanted to be, I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to be able to have enough income to move out of our townhouse and buy a house that had a backyard and a swing set for the kids. I wanted those fancy extras that the business was saying that I could offer. So I went home that day and I walked into the door and I said to Matt, I'm going to sign up as a beach buddy coach. And literally without me even getting the words probably completely out of my mouth, he was like, no, you are not signing up to be a beach buddy coach. That is a pyramid scheme. That is a scam. That is a ripoff. You will never be successful at this business. You know, if you want to get a job, we can put the kids in daycare and you can get a real job. And so instead of, right, most, most people, what would most people do? Most people would be like, well, Okay, fine. I'll I will throw away my dreams. I'll listen to you. You're my spouse. I should love and obey you, which is true. I do love and obey my husband very much so. But I'm also very very I'm bullheaded. And if I want something and I believe in it, I'm going to go after it. And I'm thinking to myself, well, huh, I'm going to find a way and I will show you. And so I actually that was July of 2011 and and my family gives me money every year for my birthday. And it was around that time. And so instead of buying myself some new clothes, I signed up to be a Beachbody coach. And I walked into the kitchen and said, Matt, I used my money. So you wouldn't have to use our family money. I used my money to sign up as a Beachbody coach. And he looked at me and said, huh, If you think you're going to get another bag of that powder next month, you've got to be crazy. So I hope you enjoy it because this isn't going to work. And in his defense, we only had about $75 left in the bank account once we paid the bills. So Shakeology, around $120. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're kind of in the hole. And if I am not successful at this coaching business, then I'm going to be in the red, right? And so again, even though he didn't support me after I signed up and still didn't believe in it, I knew that I had to show him. 
I had to show them. I had to prove that I could be successful. And so I got to work. But here's the thing, and and I'm going to walk you through the things that I did to grow my business. But listen up. I didn't make very much money in my first 30 days. I made one sale, one sale, one sale on the first 30 days. $20 was the only commission that I earned. So I did sort of end up in the red, but I did it again. I did it again. So those of you that are saying to yourself, like, I am, I'm not having success right away. I don't have a big following. Neither did I, but I had to grow it. Okay. So I want you to know, sometimes your start isn't always strong and mine was not, but clearly this story turns out differently. So the first thing that I did, and if you're listening to this and you're saying, okay, I I really, I want to build my online business. I want to use social media as my storefront. Here is some of the advice that you need to take. So the very first thing I did, And the very first thing my mentor told me to do was we need to announce your business, which is so true. If you own a brick and mortar, if you own a coffee shop, you you do your build out, you hire your employees, you buy all of your supplies, and then you start marketing. You invite your friends and your family in to try the coffee shop on the grand opening. You hang up flyers, you get balloons, you know, you send out you know, little flyers in in people's mailboxes. You maybe send an email to everybody on your email list, letting them know you started a new local business to come check you out, right? You have this big grand opening. And just because you don't have a physical storefront, you still need to have a grand opening. And your, your social media, whether it's your Facebook, your Instagram, or your TikTok, Those are your virtual storefront. And we need to flip the lights on in the business. We need to tell people we're open. So initially, this is what I did. I took my current, I took my before photo. And then I took my after photo, that transformation that I had gotten. I put those photos side by side in a collage. And I sat down at the at the kitchen table and I wrote a post. And I said, some of you may or may not know that I have been on my health and wellness journey over the last three to four months. And I've lost 15 or so pounds from working out at home and completely overhauling my diet. I now look at food as fuel. I have more energy than I ever had before. I feel confident in my bathing suit and going to the pool with my boys, right? And I love the fact that I have a supportive community of other women that are online that are empowering me to show up every single day and press play. I feel like There has to be so many women out there that don't know that you can get results from home, that don't know how to fuel their bodies for energy. And I have been so transformed by this process that I have decided that I am opening the doors to my online health and wellness business. Um, I am starting some accountability groups. And if you are interested in learning more about how you can transform your life as well, please send me a private message. Leave me a comment, right? Um, Let's connect. If you're not sure yet, if this is for you, feel free to follow along because here on my page, I am going to be sharing tips, motivation, recipes, mindset for how to start to create a healthier lifestyle so you can live to your fullest potential. Um, And then I just say like, thanks so much for for being supportive in the start of my online business. Um, I hope to chat with some of you soon. Done. And then you literally can't overthink it. You just have to hit post and go. And so that's what I did. I hit post, I submitted that post. And then all of a sudden people started to comment 
congratulations. You look amazing. Oh my God, I'm in. I need this so much. Tell me what you're doing. So I sit down at the computer. Boys are down for a nap in the afternoon. I'm talking to my mentor and I'm going, oh my gosh, what do I say? She's teaching me how to go through these conversations and I get through two hours of conversations and every single person said no. Every single person said no. It's too expensive or I already have a gym membership or maybe later or I don't drink shakes or whatever. And so instead of, and again, defining moment, maybe you can relate to this. I could have closed down that computer and said, well, I don't think this coaching is for me. Nobody wants to join me. I could have said, what is wrong with people? Don't they see my physical results? Like they should, why don't they trust me? Why don't they want to change? And here's the thing. It's not that they didn't want to change. And it's not that they don't trust me. It's just, I actually needed to show up a little more to show that I was the real deal, right? And so I knew in the back of my mind and kind of like I did with Matt, I kind of said like, okay, well, I'm going to prove you wrong. You think it's too expensive. You don't want to work out from home. I respect that, but I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to keep talking about what works for me. And I'm going to keep sharing the recipes and the motivation. And I'm going to add value here. And I'm going to prove that this is not just something that's like, you know, a fad or that I'm going to change my mind next month and do another business, but that I'm in this for the long haul. And I truly do care about helping people achieve a healthy and fulfilling life. And so I I had to get to work. And so once I announced my business, you guys, I also want you to know I only had 75 Facebook friends. I had zero Instagram followers, right? But I knew that in order to get from where I was to where I wanted to be and where I was, was I was starting to feel confident in my skin, but now I needed to fix my finances. I didn't like that we were living paycheck to paycheck. I didn't like that we couldn't go on family vacations. I didn't like that I couldn't go to Target and buy the boys new outfits or a toy every once in a while, right? I didn't like that feeling. But in order for me to change the situation without sacrificing being a stay-at-home mom, I needed to do something different. So maybe you're listening to this right now and you're like, I need to do something different. I feel like I'm backed against the wall and I'm not living a life that maybe is financially as abundant as I want it to be. Or maybe your job is sucking your soul and you aren't surrounded by wonderful people every single day, but you have to change. You have to step out of your comfort zone and be willing to do something different. And when it doesn't work initially, you can't just go back to the old way. You're going to have to endure the discomfort. Now, even though my first post did great, didn't result in sales, I knew that social media was a great place to leverage connections with other people. Why? Because I don't have to be physically in the same location. I don't have to be face-to-face. We don't have to host a party. You know, I don't have to be out in the community selling to people. I can be online creating influence. And so I had the ability to influence hundreds and thousands and millions of people from the comfort of my own home. And so I needed to just figure out how to do that. So now we go into social media. So social media, and you can see it all through just the story. Like, do you see how social media influenced my decision to sign up? Because Nikki was consistent with her post, because she was talking about 
recipes because she was talking about the problems that she had, the lack of energy, the lack of confidence, right? She didn't like the skin she was in. She couldn't fit into her clothes. Those were problems, same problems I had, connection. Because she talked about the desire, I wanted more confidence. I wanted to be able to go to the the pool and feel comfortable in my bathing suit. Those are the desires, my desires too. So every day we're talking about the problems and desires that we wanted from the products that we use. And we want to be talking about that because that's what connects to people. Now, when we look at your social media, and especially if you're just starting to dabble in this for business, your social media is your modern day resume, whether it's Facebook or Instagram. When somebody comes to your account, you need to be public and easily searchable, which means your account should be your name. Mine is Melanie Mitro. And when you come to my Instagram account, you will see a clear profile photo of me, not my dog, not my family, not me and my best girlfriends, me, because it is my brand. This is my business. I am the face of it. And I know personally, anytime I go to a business's account or if they're an individual, I want to see their face. I want to see their face first. That helps me to connect with them. Then you have your Instagram bio, which is 160 characters. It is where in 30 seconds, people make a decision of whether or not they're going to, they're going to follow you. They're going to watch your stories. They're going to look at your content. You need to, in that bio, you want to state in the bio why you are here how you help other people. This is not a dating profile. This isn't, I am a beach lover, Christian, dog lover, rap music, right? Mom of boys. No, it's not a dating profile. It is, I help. What do you do? Who do you help, right? I help young moms gain confidence in their health and wellness after having babies, right? I help moms live their best life after pregnancy through holistic wellness programs. Specific, very specific. And then you have a clickable link, which means you want people to actually click the link and then that's where they can learn more, whether it's your website or a discovery call form or it's an application process or it's a freebie that you have to offer. You want to have a clickable link where people can learn more about you. So remember, you want to set your social media up for success. This is your resume. This is your resume. Every time somebody talks about you, maybe the neighbor down the street is wanting to get in shape and they say, you should talk to Melanie. And that person goes to my Instagram. They can instantly consume my content. They can make a decision as to whether or not they trust me enough and or like me. Am I their vibe? Do we have similar core values, right? Then somebody's going to make a decision as to whether or not they're going to reach out. In the older days, even 15 years ago, how we did sales was, you know, I would recommend Lindsay as, you know, a hairstylist and to do my hair. And so what would happen is I would just call up Lindsay, make an appointment. You know, my friend recommended you, said you were amazing. And then after she did my hair the first time, I would make a decision as to whether or not I trusted her to come back and give her my money again. Now, what we do is we're like, does Lindsay have an Instagram account? 
because I want to go to Lindsay's Instagram account. I want to see her hair tutorials. Lindsay is the same kind of vibe as me. And I'm going to like the way my hair turns out. And so now in 2022, we are requiring that people actually serve us content and free advice before we make a decision if we're actually going to give you more money. So if you don't have a social media presence, you're losing business. If you're not consistent, which is really my second point, people aren't going to take you seriously. In this day and age, media really matters to your marketing message. That means to go in a quote, media matters to your marketing message. All right. So consistency matters. And so as a new business owner, you have to say, okay, I might not be Gary V style. I might not have you know, 150 pieces of content a day, but I can show up once a day. And that's what we should aim for. At least one social media post today, at least seven to 10 Instagram or Facebook stories a day. And when you look at it, when you look at your social, why do I say seven to 10 stories? And why do I say one social media post is because when you're, I want you to think of your media, your Facebook, your Instagram platform, when you're walking down a strip mall and you're looking at the storefronts, you're looking at the storefronts and the way the storefronts are decorated usually determines whether or not you're going to go inside. And so your storefront on social media is, I want you to think of somebody just browsing down the street and they're looking at all of the windows. And then your job is to eye catch, to pull them in, to get them interested in what you have to offer. And so from there, right from there, if people decide that they like what you have to offer, now they're going to open the door and come into your store. And that is somebody clicking on your Instagram stories or Facebook stories. And now they want to know a little bit about who you are. What do you do? What do you sell? Right. And so this is really where people can can browse. They can shop there. They can see what products you have to offer. They can maybe see a little bit more about the behind the scenes of your business and your life, your daily routine. This is where it's just a little informal and people get to know you and who you are. So consistency really matters. I want you to say right now, every day, this is what I can commit to. And now we have to carve out time for it. So immediately, I don't just say, okay, we're going to, we're going to start posting on social media. Let's just add something else to your already really busy full plate. No, no, no. If you could see me right now, I'm holding up two fists. Like one fist is my social media strategy. And my other one is my business strategy. I want you to understand that your social media supports your business strategy. It's not one more thing you have to do. They're not, they're not disconnected from each other. They depend on each other. In order to reach my business goals, I use social media, right? Social media supports me getting to my business goals. So when I go over to my time blocker, the Make She Happen time blocker, I'm looking at that and I'm saying, all right, when am I blocking out time in my day to actually create social media content, to publish it, and then to create engagement and interaction with like-minded individuals. And so that's in my business day because that's marketing. And if I want to grow, I need to go out and find and interact and engage with people and put content out there so I can simultaneously also be found too. So it's important that you carve out the time for it. And really, 
quality is important, not just quantity. You know, early in my early days, I would definitely make these mistakes. And I've never deleted a social media post because I want people to always see just how raw I was and how green I was when I first started. You know, I took some great social media photos back in the day, but I used to just pull motivational quotes and I would be like, let's do this. And then it would be a motivational quote. And there was no context, right? There was no quality there. What you want to be thinking to yourself every time you make a social media post is what is the purpose of this piece of content? What is the purpose of me actually, you know, sharing this with my audience? And so I now want to add context. So if I'm going to share a a quote, what I'm going to do is I'm going to now put it into a little bit of, of context. Like maybe this is a story. If it is like fake it till you make it or face it till you make it, I'm going to talk about how, you know, when I first said I wanted to be the top coach of Team Beachbody, how I had to face it. I had to every day say, I am the top coach of Team Beachbody. And even though I didn't believe it 100% yet, I was like, okay, what are the actions of a top coach? And so I started to show up every day and I invited people to my team and I followed up and I was confident in what I had to offer and in my stories, talking about myself as a business mentor. And so with all of that, right, I I had to face it. I had to show up and face it until it became my reality, scared, nervous, maybe I was going to fail, but I didn't care because I knew that the only way for me to get there was to really face that fear that I was feeling and do it anyways. And so I may post that quote, but I give context. I I tell people how I faced it. I tell people the story. I tell people the inspiration and then ultimately how I reached the goal, even though I was scared to do so. And then maybe my call to action is encouraging other people to do something today that maybe makes them feel a little scared, but also excited at the same time. So quality. Quality matters. It's not just about checking off the box, throwing up a post, right? And so It's really about planning it out, which kind of drives me into the next one where I always plan out my social media content. Every single week, I set aside one to two hours. And I say one to two because for most of you that are listening, the first few months of actually planning content takes a little bit of extra time, right? 100% takes a little bit of extra time. So I sit down each week and I will go, okay, what are my business goals? If I want to sign up three new customers, then I start to look at the problems and desires of my ideal client. What is the solution I have to offer? All right, I have an online health and wellness um, boot camp that people can join. It starts on August the 15th. And, you know, this is the problems I'm addressing. These are the desires that I'm helping my clients get to. Then I'm going to start creating some content. So I will sit down with the social media planner that we have created through Chic Influencer, and I will write down maybe if I'm going to put it in the real format, I'll write down the audio that is going to go with it. I'll write down maybe the tagline or the first sentence. I'll even write down what's my call to action going to be. I'll maybe bullet point out always bullet point out the stories that are going to support whatever the post is for that day. And I look at even my social media content from the previous week. What really did well? What marketing messages or what stories did I tell that really resonated with my audience? You know, what delivery was it when I was funny or when I was entertaining or educational? Did it really resonate with my audience? And I'm going to create more of those things. And so really planning 
is what allows me to then show up throughout my week. And some days I'm really busy and I need to have the content already pre-done ahead of time. And that's totally fine. I'll pull it from the note section of my phone or the drafts on my, you know, on my computer. And so planning allows me to deliver good quality. It allows me to be consistent and keep the lights on in my business, even when sometimes the day-to-day operations are extra busy. It's important that you allow yourself to really suck at the beginning. More often than not, so many people, and maybe this is you, you're like, I don't want to fail. I don't want to be bad at it. So I'm just going to overanalyze it. I'm going to, I'm going to edit this 50 times. I'm going to redo the caption 50 times because it has to be perfect. And what ends up happening is we run out of time. And so we take this perfect in action, which is not helping us get closer to our goals. It's just wasting time. I want to encourage you to take imperfect action because that is way better than perfect inaction. Over the years, I every single day take perfect inaction. Every single day I show up and I put myself out there before I overanalyze it. But what that has allowed me to do is it has actually allowed me to practice. It's allowed me to learn in what ways to say things, what ways to not say things that are going to drive results or not. And so what I want you to do is say, okay, can I just move my way through with imperfect action, setting aside time to create content, but not overanalyzing it, making sure that I'm aware of hitting send after a specific amount of time and learning. And so part of that process was as I kind of sucked at the beginning and I didn't get great results, I started to say to myself, okay, why am I not getting engagement or why are people not signing up or why am I constantly getting these objections? And so I would YouTube or Google how to get more engagement on my social media, how to get people to interact with my content. And guess what? I would try in the real time. I'd read the article and then implement it. Uh, They would say, ask questions or involve your community more. And so I would do all of those things. And then it started to work. Sometimes it did. Sometimes it didn't. But it began to catch momentum and steam. And so I want to encourage you as you're stepping into the social media space that you make sure you're learning. And learning for you might mean, and this is really a big reason why Katie and I created the Chic Influencer community. We created the community because we wanted a place where people in direct sales who were navigating social media could actually come in and get live in, live trainings every single month. We could do live Q&As. We can teach marketing. We can teach strategy and planning to our community. And so we have an online community. So you don't have to sit there in front of Google and try to figure it out on your own, right? Like that's exactly why we did that. And so whether it's the community, whether it's buying our social media course, because you just want to do it on your own and you don't want a membership, you know, like whether it's a chic branding experience, because you just want somebody to get in there and work with you one-on-one and you do better that way. That's what we have created here at Chic Influencer, right? Is these opportunities from you to, for you to learn from us. And actually the Chic Influencer community is open for enrollment right now. So you can actually come in and register 
register for the community. And we are going to be, sorry about Millie in the background. We are going to be talking about Instagram reels all month long in September and social media. It's a huge part of what we do. So you can actually check that out. All right. The next thing is you've got to build a community. And when I talk about building a community, that means that it's not always just about you. So now it's important that we really look at social media and say, have to build a community. It can't just be you posting pictures of your product and buy this shake or use this eye cream. And you can't just have things where it's all about you. Look at me. I just did my workout. Look at me. I just did a facial. It has to be about actually caring about the people that you want to help and build building this authentic following. And that really comes from you thinking about, okay, how do I solve my ideal client's problems? And I want to show up and some days I want to educate them. I want to, like I'm doing with you guys right now here on this podcast, I'm sharing with you my best practices for social media. I'm adding value into your life. We're having conversations around media and marketing all the time. Right. And so even when I was growing my direct sales business. I was showing up and saying, Hey moms, I know you struggle to get your kids to eat healthy. Here are five things we've been doing at the kitchen table every night to get our kids to eat healthier meals, to take bites, to try new things. And so it became a conversation in the comments. I didn't just post that stuff and then run away. I'd answer the mom's questions. I'd give them additional advice. I'd share the podcasts I was listening to. So it became a way where we were actually, I began to grow this community. And the more I talked to people, the more I was really online building friendships, the more content I had to post about because they would give me something else. They'd say, gosh, my, my toddler, you know, won't, won't stay in bed so I can get my workout in. And so then I'd start sharing information about how I got my kids to, you know, stay in bed so I could get my workout done or how I entertained them. And so it really built this trust, this community, this following with other people. And they were more likely to purchase from me because they knew I cared about them, even if they weren't purchasing anything, even if they were just showing up on my social media. So Remember, it's about building the community. And every day you have to say, what value have I added to the people who are here right now consuming my content? And it's important that you understand that you have to be in it for the long haul, the long game. You know, building a media presence doesn't take a week. It doesn't take a day. You know, just like my very first post, I thought I was going to get all these comments. And I and I did get comments, but people didn't purchase. I knew I had to be it in it for the long haul and momentum takes time and your impact ultimately expands. And that is so true because in my business, as I posted social media content consistently, you know, there were times in my business where I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to get up in the morning and post. I didn't want to write that next blog post. I didn't want to share what I was eating for the week. But I just knew that from reading the book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, that it's not about what you do once in a while. It's not about what you do when it's convenient or it's easy or the conditions are ideal, but it is about what you commit to doing every single day, day in or day out, that over time compounds and builds the success that you envision 
been for your life. And so that was me, my driving, my driving force behind building this business was sure. I wanted to help people. I knew that health and wellness was something that women and moms needed. They needed more confidence. They needed more patience in their day. And that came from treating their bodies in a respectful way. But I also knew that the more lives I changed, the more income it was creating for our family, the more flexibility, the more opportunities for us to spend our days the way we wanted to. And that's what I kept in front of me. So in the days of the grind, in the days of building the momentum, that's what I had to focus on. I had to focus on where I was going and that I was taking the steps every day to get there. And even though it felt like I was walking through mud, I was still making this forward progress. And we have to be able to, we have to be able to understand that it is a process and it is a grind and it does take time. And it's not about, you know, every single day waking up and just following the next trend or following what the next person in the industry is doing, but it's about looking at what you have and saying, okay, how do I refine this? How do I make it better? How do I take this one idea, this service that I offer, and how do I just reflect on it and then fine tune it just a little bit more to make it just that much better? And then I'm going to, I'm going to post it again. And I'm going to go with it. And I'm going to have this process of reflection, refinement, tweaking, and implementation. And that cycle has served me so well when it's come to media, recruitment, sales, customer service, building a team, is just this process of constantly refining and tweaking and not letting that paralyzation of perfection keep me from going out and making that forward movement. So you guys, media is so powerful. Media is so powerful, but at the end of the day, you can let your media manage you. Your media can be all-consuming. It can begin to overwhelm your life. It can cause you to be out of balance. You can become addicted to it. And if you're like me and have an addictive personality, when I go all in with anything, I go all in. And I went all in on my media as a business owner 11 years ago. And I have learned the unhealthy balance that it can it can create. And so we have to be aware of that. We have to set some very healthy boundaries. And that might look like, You know, putting time in your calendar from 12 o'clock to one o'clock, that's when you're going to create your media, you're going to publish it, you're going to engage with your followers. And then at one o'clock, you go take the dog for a walk or you go to the park with the boys. And there are these boundaries, like when you're taking the dog for a walk or you're with your spouse at the dinner table, there's no phone. There are no notifications. Maybe your notifications are turned off for your social media platforms and your email. So it's only when you have designated time that you're going to go into the platforms. You're going to engage with your customers and prospects and do your follow-ups. But if you let the platform dictate your time, it will always steal it. There will always be a notification. There'll always be a new message to answer. So set the boundaries. You tell yourself when you're going to work the business. And then you show up during that work time and you get it done. And then you turn it off and you go be present with your family or your loved ones, or you have a hobby or you do something for yourself. But that's a big, that's a big sort of miss misnomer is that, you know, social media will run your life and it doesn't have to be. It's a tool. It's a tool to support you in your business. You don't have to be addicted to it, but that's on you to make sure you set those healthy boundaries. So you guys, I hope that today 
I gave you some great social media advice. We could really take a whole day and go deeper and deeper and deeper into all of the areas I talked about. And you might even have more questions for me. So here's the thing. I'm going to invite you to join the Chic Influencer community because enrollment is open and you can get into it. And you can learn from myself and my business partner, Katie, every single month, free live trainings. And also we have an entire vault of trainings you can go through as an annual member. Um, we're doing some reels content next month. We're really going to be focusing on social media so you can get in, you can check that out. And we also have a course social media one one If you want to do it yourself and you don't really want to be in a paid membership, you can go check out our social media one one course, do it on your own, ask questions as needed. And as always take a screenshot of today's podcast. Let me know that you're listening to it, but you know what? Tell me what your biggest takeaway is. What was the aha moment that you've had today while listening to today's episode? And the last thing I'm going to ask you to do is, will you share it with some friends? Do you have a friend that is in direct sales? Do you have a friend that is an online marketer? Somebody that's trying to build a business using media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. If you know someone, share this podcast with them. It's a great place for them to get started. You guys, let's go out there and let's freaking crush it. It is the middle of August. There is still a lot of year left in 2022 and there is time for you to rise. There is time for you to rock it. And I believe in you. So let's go make it happen. All right. We'll see you guys back here on another episode soon.